The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. We're glad to have you with us this morning. Um, Friday we started with a, um, a new book. We started in the book of Ephesians off of the idea of identity. That much of the book of Ephesians, there's so much to it, but it talks a lot about our identity. And so what we're going to do over the next few minutes this Monday morning is we're going to take some time and looking at really one term, a term that is a, it's a religious term. It's a term that I believe is true of anybody who's put their faith in Jesus, but it's a term that can be confusing. And so I'm just going to give you a couple quick thoughts. And it's found in the beginning of the book of Ephesians. So if you're following along, I'm in Ephesians chapter one. I'm just going to read verses one and two. The Bible says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God to the saints who are at Ephesus, and to the faithful in Christ Jesus. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. And so we see in in this section of Scripture, what we're looking at is a section that talks about, one, you see Paul and who he is, but then you also see um, a couple of thoughts. He he gives his phrase. He says, um, Paul, an apostle uh, of Jesus Christ by the will of God, to the saints, which are at Ephesus. So you see phrases that come to the saints at Ephesus. Now, uh, the idea of a saint, and honestly, especially here in the Northeast, we're in, a, in a, rel- a very Catholic society. Most people think of a saint as somebody who grew up very religious, did a lot of good things, has passed away, since then has come from from, uh, from the beyond, has done miracles and things of that nature. And, and to that, they are voted on by the Catholic Church and then given sainthood. Um, what we need to look at today is, while that is a tradition of a church, that is not the definition of this passage. It's not even the definition of the word saint. Um, the word saint simply is a positional term. So I'm going to give you a couple thoughts about the idea of the term saint. Because if you put your faith in Jesus, um, the word saint actually applies to you. Now, I don't mean if you just believe Jesus exists. I mean you have personally put your faith in Jesus. You've been saved um, and you're following him. Uh, that would be sainthood, if you want to call it. We would be called saints. And so let me explain, first of all. So there's two things about the idea of saint that are necessary for us to understand. The first one is that to be a saint is a positional thing. A Christian saint, it's a positional thing. Um, I am saved and a saint because of Christ. See, what happened was this. I was born, we, all of us were born into Adam's family. The word Adam is, is from the Hebrew word Adam. It just means man, mankind, humankind. We were all born in Adam's family, therefore we're born in with sin uh, that he brought into the into our genetics, if you could put it that way. Uh, his one sin, the Bible says, for by one man sin entered into the world and death by sin. So death passed upon all men for all have sinned. So we see that our sin is a result of our choice, but we got that sin nature from Adam. And because of that, we sin, we struggle. And well, what happened was is we needed to deal with that. Our sin separated us from God and that needed to be dealt with. And so even though I was born into Adam's family, I needed to be adopted out of this family. Really, Adam's family puts me initially into Satan's family, where I am a follower of Satan, a follower of my own desires and, and things of that nature. And I need I need to be adopted out. I need to be moved. And so through salvation, we are adopted out of the family of Satan into the family of God. Uh, we are regenerated, or as one man put I like it, we are regened. Um, we we given a whole new family, we're given a whole new destiny, we're given a whole new retirement plan, I guess you could say, because we get all the uh, rights and privileges of being a Christian, of being in this family. Our name has changed, 
our eternal destiny has changed, our daily life has changed, the name of our Father has changed to Jesus Christ, to God, and we look at those things and we recognize that we have been adopted, we've been moved from one to the other. The idea is immediate. Now, why saint? Well, the Bible tells us that to be able to achieve heaven, you have to be perfect. He says Romans 3.23, Romans 3.10, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. It's simply put. And to get into heaven requires perfection. It only takes one sin to make us unable to go to heaven. And people say, well, if my good outweighs my bad, my bad, my good will overdo my bad and I'll be able to get to heaven. You know, the Bible actually doesn't say that anywhere. The Bible simply says that the only answer is I must go to Jesus and accept the gift for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. So we look at that and we recognize that I must come to him. When I come to him and I get saved, I get adopted into his family, I become a saint. Because through the blood of Jesus Christ, God looks down. He doesn't see, he sees me, but he doesn't see my sinful condition. He sees through the blood of Jesus, he sees me in part of his family. And because of Jesus Christ, I have been regenerated. I have been regened. I have been given a brand new life. I've been given a new, I'm a new creation as uh, as 1 Corinthians puts it. And so this is a positional thing. I can't earn sainthood. Sainthood is something that I get because I'm in the family of God. But then it's also progressive. So positional is something. When God looks down, he doesn't see my good outweighs my bad. He doesn't see any of that. God looks down. He sees the blood of Jesus that has been sacrificed for me. And I accepted Jesus Christ. And so therefore, I've, I've been placed under that regenerative blood. Now there is remission of sin because of that. Now I move into it's progressive. So even though I am positionally a saint, I still am a sinner. I still struggle. First John says, if we claim that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. All of us are still sinners. And so sainthood is a positional thing. It's, it's part of that gift. I've been given a gift by God, and that's part of the gift. So this is the difference between justification and sanctification. Now two, what we call doctrinal words. Let me explain them. Justification is simply the word that states when I should be judged for my sin, I have been given, I've basically been freed from the punishment of my sin. I've done wrong. I, I should be put into jail. I should be receiving the punishment of it. But that's been dealt with. I've been justified. It's a one-time thing where my sin has already been paid for. It wasn't ignored. It was paid for on the cross. And so it's a one-time thing. I'm justified. There's nothing I can do to earn it. It's not going to go away. Because when I accepted Christ as my Savior, I enjoyed justification. The other term is sanctification. Now that I've been justified, I've become a saint, I need to start growing in Christ. It's called sanctification. It's a day-to-day process where I grow in the knowledge of Christ, I grow in my walk with Christ, I grow in the Word of God and things of that nature. I'm growing in Christ. It's sanctification. It's every day. Sanctification starts the moment I get saved, and it continues until the moment, what we call glorification, when I get my glorified body and I'm in the presence of God. But until that happens, one-time justification, the rest of my life, sanctification. That's why James says, count of joy when you fall into divers. Temptations knowing Trying your faith works patience. God is using everything in my life. God's using the good days, the bad days. God's using the Bible, my family, the circumstances to teach me about him and help me to grow in him. And that's really what we're hoping for is as a saying, I am positional and then I positionally say that I grow in Christ. And hopefully I will allow the things of God to teach me and grow me to become more like Jesus Christ. And that's really what we're looking for. It's a continuing that. Now, as we get a little more into the book of Ephesians, we'll get in, I guess you say, a little more practical if you want to use that term. Uh, this is what we would call definitely theological. It's an understanding of something. When I come to Jesus, I come, and because I didn't do anything to earn heaven, I didn't do anything to earn salvation, 
Well, obviously, then I, I can't do anything to lose it. It was something God gave to me. And I have been, I've been adopted into his home, into his family, and it's a permanent thing. Now, I, I don't mean say a random prayer when you get saved. I mean you truly have put your faith in Jesus. And that faith, that, cha- that will change you. That's what we're talking about. Justification places you in the family. Sanctification produces and grows you into, into the image of Jesus Christ. So in this case, trust and be glad that what God has done in your life is a one-time permanent thing. And then allow what he's doing in your life every day to develop in you what is needed to become more like Jesus Christ. Well, thanks for joining us on this Monday morning and giving us a chance just to meet for a few moments and look in God's Word. I appreciate the chance you give me to be part of your day. I hope you have a great week. I hope you enjoy the weekend. I hope you enjoy church. And I hope this week you just keep your eyes on Jesus and have a great week. Again, thanks for joining us. And we look forward to seeing you again tomorrow.